I'm your host, Samaita Graver, and I want to welcome you to Truth, Salt, and Spice, the podcast where you will find conversations steeped in biblical truths, sprinkled with salt, and a dash of spice thrown in, you know, for good measure. Okay, so... Hello, ladies. How are you doing today? Hello. I am... I'm excited to talk about friendships with you guys. Um, it's been fun to uh, be interviewed and then to also interview Leslie and her friends. And um, I just, it's just been beautiful. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk to you too about your friendship. So um, Cindy, I want you to go ahead and tell us a little bit about you or as much you want people you know, people to know about you personally, and then we'll go in and dig into your friendship. Okay. Um, my name is Cindy DiOrio. I am a wife, a mom of three, a grandmother of one. Um, I'm an educator for 31 years. Um, I started out teaching school and then ended up leading schools for the last 15, 17, something like that. I can't, I've lost count. Um, and that's pretty much what I do in my life is I'm a, I'm a mom and I'm an educator and I'm a wife and I'm a grandma. So, um, that, that's me. Oh, I'm a grandma too. And isn't it wonderful? It is, I, seriously, that saying of you wish you had done it first. I mean, I, yeah, so, huh? I agree 100%. I know. I tell people she's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the kids all know it. So how do even have yes. to Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I tell them all. It's like she's my favorite. <laughs> but you know, I don't have to raise her. She goes home. Exactly. I can go visit <laughs> and I can get on the plane and fly away. <sighs> exactly. That's great. That's great. Love it. Um, so much. So I want to know how you two became friends and how long have you been friends? How did it all start? Well, I'm going to start and then Jessica, you can correct me for all the things I'm wrong about, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do well, right? <laughs> I was actually uh, the principal at a Christian school in the city of Chicago that uh, partnered with a local church and we became a ministry of their church. And I one day had told the pastor of the church that I needed a right hand and a left hand. I needed a person who was strong, a hard worker, loyal, that had that servant heart, who was dedicated, that was dependable. I needed somebody to come alongside me and help me with that school. And that's exactly what Jessica was. He introduced me to her. Um, and I always joke around that only God could have brought the two of us together because we really, if you look at us on paper, we're not meant to be friends. We're in different different mm-hmm. phases of our life, different stages of our careers. We're, you know, we're uh, so very different in so many ways, but God wanted us together. And it, you know, the church put us together. She worked right alongside me in that school. And from there, it's been history. I think that was what, 2009, Jessica. Yeah, it's been 12 years. Cause that year for me, well, while she's asking the pastor for that, for me, my baby had just been born. And so that's how I always know how long the friendship is because the summer, that summer, he was about six months old was when we met. And I still remember her in church. Um, it was like one of the first services after we had met that we were, we met, met up at a, a church service and 
she's held him all the entire service and still would if he let me <laughs> yes she still would um but for me i i was in a very interesting season where i had stopped working you know mid pregnancy and then um i had lucas who's my youngest he had some health issues he had been recovering from all of that and I was just, I, I went to the church and I was like, I need something to do and I need to get out of my house. Like, please, <laughs> because I'm, I'm a worker bee, you know, I, my career is important to me. And part of who I am is just, is, is my ability to just be able to work and bring life to things and just, it's just how I function. And so they, I was actually working in the church offices in the accounting department, very part-time um, during the summer, just again, he was still a baby and just figuring all that out when then they approached me about this position. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that's right up my alley. I would love to to tr- check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize it'd be the most work I would do in my entire life. Yes. <laughs> but most rewarding as well. But, I have to say it was the most rewarding work I've ever done. Yes, it was. It, it was the best four years, I think, of my life, the hardest and the best. And yeah, our friendship our friendship really came out of just the day-to-day grind of having to just deal with everything that that came with taking care of a school and the students and the teachers and the parents and just all of the dynamics of it, especially being in an urban environment where culturally it, we were dealing with some cultural differences, you know, because Cindy's Puerto Rican because we've adopted her into the Puerto Rican mm-hmm. family, you know? So that's what, that's what we Puerto Ricans yeah. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. But, and she, I promise you, she, she should have been born <laughs> Puerto Rican, you know? Yeah. But um, those dynamics of like, help me understand this, you know? And so working through all of that is where the relationship like yeah. was born. So let me ask you this. What was, to each of you, what was it about each other's personality that um or yeah let's just leave it a personality that made it so that you actually ended up being close friends as opposed to just really good co- you know co-worker kind of relationship so what is it about jessica well, what is it about cindy that you decided oh I-, I can trust this woman i can open up you know and and be able to uh nurture that right. friendship um for me i think it was Jessica is wise beyond her years. First of all, there's just so much wisdom packed in that little body of hers. And um, I, I am the type of person that she and she understood me, but she she learned me and my love language and the way that I, I speak and the way that I am that before I respond or before I react to anything, I always want to understand it. And part of that process for me is to just to be heard. I need to ask questions. I need to talk about it. I need to let it all out. And she was just, she was at those ears. Um, she was the one that I could just be, the, she was my sounding board and I could just be the one that babbled on and babbled on. And she heard me. And sometimes she offered me her words of advice. And sometimes the best thing she could do is just to let me talk it through and figure it out myself. And I appreciated that because we often, she and I were in this ministry very much alone. Um, and it was just the two of us doing everything making every decision for those kids' lives. And it was huge. Um, So we needed to be able to make sure that we were making the right decisions, not just reacting and responding immediately. Her positivity, her optimism, her her ability to step back and just let God be found in every moment 
was exactly what I needed, you know, leading the school. So, um, Jessica, anything else to add to that? Well, you know, I'm really <laughs> loving this episode because you're making me sound so fabulous. I love that she was that fiery Puerto Rican woman that could put all those mamas in their place. That was really making me sound really good. <laughs> that makes me sound just as good too. people love it you know um for for me it was Cindy's passion and dedication to everything that she does her family her work God just ministry she she gives everything that she has and she doesn't hold back and and that level of intimacy and authenticity and just drive was like a magnet for me because I'm, I'm, I'm an intense person, you know, I'm high energy. I just, but I want to go deep all the time, you know, like for, I don't like surface level. I don't like like, you know, the small talk and, and things like that. And, and Cindy would, we could do both. You know, there were times that we can just sit and laugh and talk about the dumbest things. And then we can get right into something deep and, and meaningful and and she was supportive and she allowed me also to to be my own person within my role that I had at that time. She didn't try to tell me how to function. She didn't at, try to make me process things in in her way, the way she processes, because I'm very much I, like I shoot from the hip for a lot of things, you know, and and she let me do that and trusted me to know when I was doing it versus when I would step back and wait and ponder. And so I think it was the level of confidence that she had in me that just drew me deeper and deeper to her. And so it's, I mean, it, she's just the person you want in your corner when you just need to be able to say like, oh my God, everything sucks. And she's like, uh-huh, it does. Okay. And then wh- right. what are we doing? You know? Yeah. Sounds like you guys had uh, a good level, healthy level of respect for each other and that led you then to trust each other at yeah, a deeper absolutely. level. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, so what would you say um, at, at this point in, in life, you've been friends for, you know, 12 years now. Um, how do you best, because I, you're not living in the same state. I know, um, mm-hmm. Cindy, you, you moved recently too, and Jessica's living somewhere else. So how do you support each other now um, being long distance? It's hard for me. I mean, I, I wish I could talk to her more often. We're on different time into different time zones. So that's, that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. But um, it's always so great whenever I pick up the phone and finally do get her on the call or on a call and she or she I, it's, like we just spoke, you know, we, we haven't missed anything. And, you know, we, we stay up to today about the important things, our kids, what's going on with our jobs or our homes, those kind of things. But then the rest of it really doesn't matter so much because we know that whenever we do get connected again and able to sit and talk, it's going to be just like we didn't miss a minute. Um, and, you know, I just always mm-hmm. love that because that, that is a true relationship when, you know, yes, I long to talk to her. There was a time when Jessica, I know, I know you probably remember this cause it was probably traumatizing, but there was a time when I was like, just getting my, my job that I'm in. And I used to call her constantly just because I needed to talk through the situation. It was a new job, new situation for me. It was, 
you know, I was dealing with a couple of challenges there and I'm like, I just need somebody to talk to me. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me, you know, tell me, please call me out on it. If I'm being a jerk or something, let me know. But, uh, and she will, by the way. Uh, and that's what I love about her is you know mm-hmm. she'll yeah. get real with me and she doesn't sugarcoat it. Whereas she also knows I have so much ruinous empathy that there's a, there's a side of me that will try to convey to, to people what I'm really thinking, but I sugarcoat it. That's not Jessica, by the way. No sugarcoating. Um, <laughs> I don't think she's ever opened pack of sugar, but that I need that. That I, you know, there's a lot of people that would say they don't need that in their lives. That's exactly what I need when I, you know, when I'm calling on somebody to to talk to or help me through something. Please, really help me. And sometimes that help can hurt, or sometimes it can be a, a slap. But I always trust her, you know. And so that's that's always been comforting. So I'm listening to you, and I'm here thinking. Well, you have grandchildren. You obviously have adult children. Jessica's still raising younger children, and I, I don't. We don't have to discuss age, but is there a big age yeah, difference between you is. two? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought so. Mm-hmm. So then, my question will be: How? What would you recommend to other women when it comes to having women of a you know? A, an age difference and with age difference comes women in different seasons and how to um, foster a deep friendship with that. You know, to take I would that say meet to consideration for me, it's meet them where they're at. Like I'm all about meeting people where they are. And so Cindy never looked at me as this young girl. She don't, she hasn't lived life. She don't know what she's talking about. She, she got to know me and understand me. And so she got to value what I had to say because she knew and understood where I was coming from. Same thing for her. It's I understood where she was. And, and so for us, the age thing was never a thing for us because it was always about who are you as a person and what do you, what do you bring as a person? Cause it can easily have gone the other way. You know, she's older than me. She'd be like, what are you trying to tell me anything about life? Mm -hmm. You know, but she understood that with me and my age and my, what I've been through, I had lived a lot of life for my age. You know, there had been enough that I have gone through in my life. And then at the core of it all, and, and Cindy, you can correct me if I'm wrong. To me, it was, it was our, our common ground, our foundation of the Lord, where we knew where our hearts were, and, and to me, we always knew that the Lord was at the center of anything that we were going to talk about or bring out. So if, if I'm going to give her advice, it's never, it's not coming from this emotional place of like, I think I know it all or whatever the case may be. It's coming from that place of, I love you and I want to love you like the Lord tells me to love you. And so sometimes we're going to speak our truth. Sometimes we're going to laugh. And, and yeah, that doesn't mean that I don't get mad for her. I'm very much that friend that's like, oh, no, don't mess with right. my friend, you know? But I'm also, I think I was given the space to speak into her life in a way that maybe others may not allow that because of the age thing. So I, I, I just feel like she never looked at me for my age. She just always looked at me for me. Yeah. Cindy, um, what would you say helped you um, view not view her as like a mentee or, you know, 
somebody to just, um, you know, guide or whatnot and actually have her be a really close friend. Everything that she said is right on target. Um, You know, I I always Mm -hmm. looked at it as God put us together. He put us together to serve his children and he had, he had something mighty for us to accomplish and we were in it together and we fought together as far as, you know, fought for those kids and, and making sure that that school had what it needed. And that just so united us. And I think some of the other things that happened in our lives in and around that time unified us in a way that we're, is it, we're inseparable because I mean, I, my family suffered a huge trauma with my youngest child and Jessica was right there by my side that you know that that angel by your side in disguise that you're always hearing the songs about that was her and you mm-hmm. know those kind of things you you think back on and you're like god had her in my life for purposes such as that to be my anchor to, to be my support my shoulder to cry on my ears to scream into whatever it was to cry with me to pray with me and you know you when when that happens and God wants you to, to be there for each other, there's there's no separating that. And there was uh, age didn't matter. I never I never even thought there were times. Of course, I joke. You know, respect your elders. Or, you know, <laughs> say those things. But it, you know, she always knew, and I always knew that it didn't matter to us at all. And our kids don't even know. You know, that our kids don't notice it. Um, <laughs> I don't think they do. I mean, I, I don't know that her kids know how old I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does, it doesn't matter. You know, we're, we're just, we're all family and you know, we get along that way and it's, it's beautiful. It sounds really beautiful. I, I love that. And I, you know, I keep just thinking of, of Titus and, and the older women, you know, teaching and, and guiding the younger ones. Um, but I always find it absolutely beautiful when, um, a younger and older woman actually become really close friends. Um, mm-hmm it's just something right. to treasure for sure. Um, uh, so um, how about you tell me what you love about each other? I love that Cindy is not, there's never anything. She doesn't <laughs> go small. Everything is big. <laughs> she is going to go big all the time with everything, with her heart, with what she does. Like, I feel like, like she pulls me out of like the small mentality that I can have sometimes of like boxing myself in. And she just pulls me out of that. And is like, no, there's more, there's more, no, but there's more to experience. There's more to see, there's more to do. And, and I just, I do, I love that about her, that it's, it's never this settling, like, like Cindy doesn't settle. And I love that she doesn't settle because I think it's why we've gotten to experience so much of the best parts of life because of that. And her family experiences so much of the best parts of it because Uh-oh. of that. Oh, I love that. Wonderful. Um, so the things, I mean, I think I've already said a lot of them. I love how Jessica loves people. Um, I don't think she realizes sometimes she always jokes about how she's not a very personal, you know, human being and she doesn't really make relationships and connections as easily as a lot of people do. But and she is safe about it, but when she loves you, she loves everything about you, and she loves you enough to understand you, um, and to, I mean, get to know you, what your needs are. Um, she she loved me enough to understand my love language and what I need from her. She loves 
my husband the same way. She loves her husband the same way. And she, and she's able to shift that with for each one of us. And that's just amazing. Um, I, I love her loyalty. Um, she has stood by me through thick and thin. She's, she stood by, you know, um, and, and helped me through things. And we've, yeah, we've separated so many times. We, we left that school, by the way, after four years together and, I found another school and it was, I picked mm-hmm. up the phone and like, you've got to join me here. There's a job. And so she came to another school <laughs> with me. Um, the only thing that really truly separated us was, you know, she moved to one state and left me behind. Um, so, but, but we're still, there's that loyalty where she'll, she'll pick up the phone and call at any point in time. She'll answer my calls at any point in time. She's, she's got that servant's heart and, you know, it's, it's so rare to find, um, people who will just give and give and give of themselves and not expect anything out of it because it's what they're, they're doing because it feels good to do what, you know, good for other people and what God has led you to do. And so, um, I, I've truly enjoyed being her friend. Um, when the most special moments, most, most special memories I have is I turned 50 years old and several years ago, I'm not going to tell you how many, but several years ago, and <laughs> um, at my school many. that I'm presently <laughs> working at, she had arranged to show up there as a surprise for me and had my admin team called me in. To, I thought I was going to a meeting with this dreaded parent, and I walk into this room, and there's <laughs> Jessica. And I mean, I, you don't know how much that meant that she would take the time and, you know, the, the time away from her family and her job and everything that was going on and just come and be with me. So she was just, it's so selfless. So, I mean, she, Jessica, you, you know that I, I love you dearly. And there's just, I can't even put, I can't even put into words all the reasons why. Aww. That was one of my favorite things because as Cindy mentioned before, I, I just, <laughs> I tend to take charge and stuff. And so I had her her team clear her calendar and just put a bunch of fake appointments on and her husband was in on it with me and we just it it was the to me it was the funnest thing ever but it's also so life-giving to me you know I've always always said I am a better person I am a better wife I'm a better mom when I can have my time with my girlfriends, you know, when I can get away and just be me and not have like all the extra responsibilities. And so as much fun as well for her, it was for me and it was, it's life-giving for me. And so, and, and my husband knows, I mean, it is one of those things like Cindy knows she calls me and I'll get on a plane tomorrow. Like I will, it's just, no, okay, this is what we're doing. But I also know that if I called her and I said, I need you, she will be here. And, and, and that's the that's the part of the friendship where yes we don't get to talk every day we don't we don't see each other like we saw each other but our major life moments we're still doing it together you know when you know most of the audience knows that Lucas well I don't know if they know Lucas had his transplant but anyways that's a bigger story mm-hmm. for another time but I called her at 2 a.m and well 2 a.m my time it was 1 a.m her time and <laughs> she's picking up the phone and I'm like hey so this is happening and she's like and you're, and you're fine. I'm like, I'm going to be. And she goes, it's okay not to be fine for a little bit. And she reminds me that because I can 
be the one to try to hold mm-hmm. it together so much all the time. And she constantly reminds me like, no, it's okay. Not, it's okay not to be okay. And it's like, okay, but okay, I, I can, yeah, I can not be okay for a little bit. What and I was going to so, say there is there's never a doubt when I'm telling you it's okay to not be okay, that you're going to be okay, first of all. But it's because you have that Hannah spirit where you, I know you are faithfully praying. You're not just talking to God. You're faithfully praying. You're believing that God is hearing you and he's going to take charge of it all. And he's going to, he's going to let you sit at ease. And I always have faith in that. So, I mean, when I, when I kind of sound like sometimes maybe I'm just kind of barely worried about things, it's because I, I know you got it. Um, and that's how I was with Lucas. I knew everything was going to be perfectly mm-hmm. fine because you're a mama and God's going to listen to you because I mean, you have that faith, <laughs> that powerful voice that's, you know, connection straight to the Lord that he, he's going to bless you for that. And, you know, Hannah prayed, prayed, prayed faithfully and got what she wanted. And, but then and the part of that that is always commendable is that she remained committed to her part of it and, you know, turned her son back over to the Lord. And, and I know that that about you too, is you're going to remain faithful and you're mm-hmm. going to do exactly your part in things. So um, never a doubt there. I love it. So how have you handled disagreements or have you had any like yeah, major that's, fights? <laughs> I, that's one of the things I asked Jessica when I called her earlier before this. I'm like, what have we ever disagreed? Yeah, we disagreed, but not really. I mean, we, we, we've allowed ourselves to disagree because it's healthy to do so, but it's never turned into an argument or any mm-hmm. kind of battle between us. Am I right? Yeah, I I don't ever remember a time where we've spent like time mad at each other, you know, like a lengthy amount of time where, I mean, even within like probably when we worked at the first school would be where we probably disagreed maybe the most on some things, but we were always a united front. It was one of those things where, and I think this was the beauty of our friendship too. I knew my place and I knew her place. So ultimately I knew what rested on her shoulders. So whether I agreed with her or not on something, I walked out of the office as a united front. And so we, we had moments where, yeah, we would have been annoyed with each other or, or whatever. I mean, when you see each other every day, that's just humanly natural, but never a thing where it's like, oh, I got to see her right now, or oh, I got to confront this. Like, no, we never, we've never had that. But there's also a raw honesty within our relationship that I have not always experienced in my other relationships that I think is part of the reason why. I mean, we will, we will call each other out on something and we will say like, do you think you're being a little too much for that? You know, or like, do you think this? And then, and, and we pause, like there's, there's so much love and respect that we will pause and be like, hey, you're probably right. I'm probably being that's a little bit too hard. Well, that's you know? wonderful. And that doesn't <laughs> happen very often. So what would you advise um, our listeners on how to accomplish that? Like you talked about it a little bit, Jessica, but let's dig in a little bit more. Yeah. Like, so you knew your place and you were very raw and honest, but how do you, what do you need? Let me hold on. Let me, let me think about this. Because this wasn't on my list of questions. Um, <laughs> who do you need to be in order to have a friendship in which you can be honest and raw with each other and still remain friends? 
You yeah. need to be somebody who's secure in yourself. Because if I was someone or if Cindy was someone who was really insecure about ourselves, then then it becomes very easy to be offended for everything because then then really what you're doing is anything that you feel insecure about is you're taking personally like because it's really your insecurity. It's not what they're saying. It's not what they're doing. And so when I say I knew my place, like she was the principal. She was the head of school. It was not my job to overrule her or to make a decision that went against what she said. At the same token, I was the business manager. I was her right hand. So if there was a decision that I made that was a business decision or an operational decision, she trusted me enough to know that that was my expertise and that I was making the best decision that I knew, same like she's the educator, she's making the best decision that she knows to make. And so we didn't try to step into each other's areas. We didn't try to, to, to you know, know the other person's job better than what they knew it. We just functioned within what we knew and we allowed the other person to function within where they know. So then take the friendship and now, and it's like, yeah, we don't have the work dynamic, but we still have the place. Like I know my place in her life. I don't have to be insecure by the fact that we don't talk every single day. And I don't have to be insecure by the fact that she goes out and with her work people and, you know, she sees her work people. I don't have to be insecure about any of that because I know my place in her life. I know that when push comes to shove, we're going to be there and we're going to deal with something together. I think that's the biggest hurdle that a lot of friendships are going to face there when people are dealing with their own insecurities or feel this need to be extra needy. And like, if they have like check in all the time and do all these things, then yeah, when you have somebody who's not like that, then, then you're going to get dynamics where like, then the friendship doesn't work. So to me, it's know yourself, know who you are and be confident enough in who you are to then understand the type of friend that yeah. you are mm -hmm. and the type of friend that you need. Yeah, I, what about I, you, Cindy, again, I think everything your that she just said sums it up perfectly. You know, I, I, the way I always saw it is we both had our own strengths. We, we had our skill sets that we, we used to do the Lord's work and we had to trust that each other was going to do it with that, again, that servant's heart. We were there for the right reasons and we wanted to do the right things and we trusted that. So yeah, there were definitely times when you know, we'd had to, we would, we'd have to sit through and talk about it so that I could understand or she could understand the, each other's sides. But bottom line is we always ended up, I don't think we ever ended up anything in a disagreement. Uh, we would come to terms with, okay, this is how it needs to be right now for this reason. Um, just learning again, like I've said I, several times with this, learning each other's love language. How do we communicate? Jessica's is food. Um, so, you know, just knowing that I could I always it, take her somewhere to eat and we could have some great conversations because that's when she was going to be, you know, the most, most open and expressive is when she, her heart was happy, filled with food. Um, so we, we found great restaurants together. We've taken our husbands to some of our places, but some of our places are just our places. Um, you know, we, we've, we've done so many things together that yep. I think, we can write down our book of memories as 
lifelong lasting memories uh, and, and things that I, I feel like there were times that were, they were life changing memories. Um, so again, I, I, everything that we've said so far is a hundred percent true. I mean, you got, you got to be secure with your, who you are and not have any insecurities about the other person, you know, no jealousies there. Um, there, there were times that, you know, her husband and and my husband might have been kind of jealous jealous that she and I had each other because you know we spend so much time together. Uh, but then her husband became part of the, the equation as well. And then my, he and my husband worked together. So you know, it's kind of like we just made one big happy friendship and family out of it. And you know, that's to me been a, another big blessing. Mm-hmm. That's great. I um. As you were speaking, I, I had this thought of um, both of you have ha- mentioned that you had um, events in your youngest children's lives, um, mm-hmm. at, you know, throughout your friendship. Um, what would you say? What? How did you support each other spiritually th- during those hard times? Um, Jessica was the first person I called. Um, after I called my husband with my with my daughter's situation, um, I, I called her and she mm-hmm. was at church at the time and she went straight to the pastor and talked to the pastor about the situation. And then she came straight to me, you know, it's kind of like she was there for me. And I knew the whole time that yeah, that was going to be ugly to deal with the situation at hand. But I knew she was not going to leave me and, and have me in any way suffer through it myself she was going to she went she went and prayed with me and cried with me she stood beside beside me every step of the way through it um and to me that was probably the 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 time in my life where I had to be the most vulnerable and say I need help I can't I I don't understand this and it was a time in my life I I think Jessica if I'm not mistaken I might have even said I was angry at God for allowing me uh, this to happen and I, you know it, it was mm-hmm. at that point in time mm-hmm. I, I you know Jessica Jessica had to be the one that's like this is not God making this happen in your life but she helped me take a horrible situation and find that silver lining of one day your daughter's going to be a warrior you know a warrior for Jesus and one day you're going to be able to help other people through a situation similar as that and just her helping me find that little positive nugget there that I could chew on for a little while helped me through a lot. Um, but, you know, there's nothing like having a friend that will pray with you and cry with you both at the same time. Um, and like I said, Jessica's got one of those, she's got a style of prayer that I don't have. You know, I never, I would never had the ability to pray like she does. So there was a lot of times I just kept my mouth shut and let her say it because I'm like, I, I needed that. And, you know, it's, it's always been to me such, such perfect timing that God had her in my life then. And that, that rooted us and bonded us even deeper. Amen. Well, and some of that to me, I think that was important. And what I did for Cindy and what she does for me is, yeah, there are times we're going to get mad at God. And it was, it was, sharing the perspective God's not doing this to you but also it's okay for you to feel it and work it out because God's a big boy and he can handle that and and 
and you'll get through it, but not trying to preach her through it, not trying to to give every one of the churchy answers and, and all of those things, but just being very raw and real and honest. And, and that's what Cindy's done for me too. It's if we're going through something, when I've gone through my things, it's, it's, well, you know, you trust God and you know that he's going to come through for you, but it was, it, it was never with this whole preachy tone or this, this attitude of, of righteousness, you know, because sometimes we can be overly righteous, you know, when it comes to how we deal with things as Christians. And that's not, that wasn't it at all. It was, we're going to sit in the ugliness of this and we're going to allow God to move through this at his time and at the pace that you need to, because in the middle of the ugly, you don't have the, you don't, you don't even have the energy to be like, okay, God, I can see this, but you need to live off of other people's faith. And that's what I feel like we've done mm-hmm. for each other. We've lived yeah. off of each other's faith when we needed to. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I I know how important it is to be able to tell someone that you will believe for them or in or um, believe for them or um, in them, believe for them and in them until right. they can believe for themselves or in themselves. Mm-hmm. There's something Mm -hmm. very powerful Mm -hmm. about doing that. So I can see that um, being something beautiful in in your relationship for sure. Um, I I love hearing that. Um, I actually was going to ask about insecurities, but that's like beautifully. So I'm here like, "Mm, what's my list list here of (laughs) things that I wanted to know? (laughs) Oh, I have one. What do you wish, and this you is for each of you, what do you wish the other one knew about herself? Hmm. <laughs> what is that one thing? You're supposed to give me more warning mm-hmm. than this. <laughs> that she knew or accepted about herself. I don't know who she is. I, I, I think the only thing that comes to my mind is, not that I doubt that she knows it, but I think sometimes she doesn't necessarily always think it through. She is so dearly loved. Um, Her husband adores her. Her children think she's the mother of the year. You know, I, as her friend, I consider her my sister, you know, my, my strongest companion. And besides my husband, um, you know, it's, she's just so adored and loved. And I think sometimes she allows herself to take the, and, and I guess in a way, let mm-hmm. others have their moments and their sh- moments to shine and their glory when she deserves it so much. So that's, that's me. Hmm. I think for Cindy is, she's got it more than she thinks she's got it half the time. I feel like she calls me f- feeling like, she's a mess and like oh my god and I'm like and really she's not I'm lit I'm literally just listening to her figure it out on her own and so I think for her is she does she's got it and there's nothing that's coming at her that she can't handle because she does she trusts the Lord in a way that's so beautiful and I think she can become overwhelmed with life because life is overwhelming and she forgets that but she's she's strong and she's a warrior and she has it and 
and she I think she thinks she needs me more than she does but, but I just let her believe that, that so then whole, she, she to me. knows what I need when I pick up the phone and I call her and I start ranting she knows shut up Jessica just listen you know she's not calling you right now because she wants your your advice or your opinion she just I will talk myself through <laughs> through it all I just need somebody to, to be on the other end of that phone so I can talk um so but she knows that about me and the, but then there are times when I will say I need you to tell me <laughs> you know, to take me off of out of this or off of this so and and mm-hmm. she will but for the most part she gives me what I need and sometimes that is nothing but silence that's great um how about a relationships um since you don't live, you know, in the same city, town or whatever, and, and you have a long distance relationship, what um, do you do to have, you know, real life in person relationships? <laughs> Minimum. We see each other once a year. Minimum. <laughs> no, no, With no. other no. people. But other people. <laughs> or, oh, or I was going to say, but... I mean, I took it as, what do we do to keep it real? And I'm like, no, we see each um, other once a year. No, like, that's we great. Make sure we visit each other. No, because, you know, having having long-distance relationships brings its, its you know, challenges. You, you get to talk and whatnot. But, you know, you experience being friends in real life and doing life together. And so I know that you value, you know, having that. So do you make an effort to have friends in real life um, that you're able to, you know, nurture that? honest real thing this or have you had a hard time and you just haven't found it hear. <laughs> but I I I think Jessica's the same way we are both very busy people you know if we're not busy with work we're busy with our children and our families and our in our home lives and so there's a side of me that feels like I've got her I don't need anybody else. You know, I do have another friend in Alabama that I left long ago. And, you know, same thing with her. I see her like once a year. We talk on the phone occasionally. But it's, I don't need people on a daily basis. I guess the people that you would call my friends, if you, I I don't even know that I would call them that, are people that I work Mm -hmm. with because I spend the most time with them. But in all honesty, I don't think any of them really know me. You know, I don't, I don't open up and share me with them. Like I mm-hmm. did her. Cause I don't need that with them. That's not, I don't, I don't need a friend in that way. I have Jessica for that. Um, but just somebody to go hang out with, to go have a meal with or get nails done with. Okay. I've got people, but you know, I don't know that I nurture friendships with anyone else. How about you, Jessica? Yeah. And it's, it's a both and for me, like I have a few friends that, that I have nurtured some friendships with. Um, but I guess to me, each of them has, it's a different mm-hmm. purpose. You know, the friendship serves a different purpose. Um, me, ugly, me, raw, real, all of that. It's going to be Cindy. And I have one other friend that I, I mean, it's you're not going to get the churchy answer from me I'm going to have to probably repent after I say what I say but they're going to love me through that and I can be that raw open and honest and then there's just some other people that that like she said okay we're going to hang out we're going to have fun we're we're going to live some life together but it's not it's not going to be the depths of what this is and I think that's something important for people to understand too is 
not everybody that you are friends with does it have to be the deep dark like we're gonna go into those intimate places I think that there's the few that you can be that deep and that raw and that honest with and then there's like it's like a, a layer of an onion you know where like there's so many different layers to yourself and it's not that you're fake it's not that you don't don't have real things like my small group here I I have a small group who we talk about life and we we do the deep prayers and we do the things but do they know me how Cindy knows me no they don't know me how Cindy knows me are they there for me to pray for me yeah they're there to pray for me they're there to you know kind of be there we hang out we have fun but it's just it's different and I think Mm -hmm. understanding that you can have different types of relationships Mm -hmm. are important that's great so, um, before we wrap up here soon, um, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna play a, a Jessica because she, she threw this question at, uh, my friend Pam and I last <laughs> recording. And, um, before I ask you each what your spice, um, is, I want you to guess, uh, what each other would pick as a spice and, um, and then see what, what you think about it. <laughs> hmm. So I, I'm wondering. Yeah, well, of course. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Yes. Well, you know, I love to keep things interesting and people on their toes. So, um, so basically, I guess. And he, what do you, what spice do you think I am? And I, I, what do I think you are? Um. I don't know. I what really, would you say I am? Do you think about that? that? No, <laughs> that was so um, No, <laughs> I can't think of an answer here, which is really not cool. <laughs> it's fine. So <laughs> I'll say, I don't know what kind of pepper it would be, but I know that there's this kind of pepper um, and I've had it, I've, I've eaten it before, but so I, but I don't have the exact name for it where it's like, it's subtle and you don't, you don't feel it at first. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's like, Whoa. Okay. I feel like that's Cindy. She tries to come in, you know, kind of like, <laughs> I'm going to blend in. And then it's like, Oh no, but she does not at all blend in. Here she is. Well, for that, I think. <laughs> she, she comes in with that little kick in the back. She's always like, it's one of those, like, I mean, whether she's, she's fun and she's, she's like, she's the only one that could like make fun of me and, and laugh with me and things like that. Like, it's just, I think it's, it is, she's so funny in that way where I feel like, you know, she'll be like, okay, I don't know how much of myself I really want to show. And then yeah. I'm like, well, here I am. I'm so good. it's okay. Oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, all right. So, why don't you, uh, Cindy, go ahead and tell us if you were a spice, which one would you be? I and how do you bring that to the table? Like cinnamon. Um, it's, it's that extra spice that can kind of enhance okay. and make things better if you put it on there. But the things you put it on are just fine the way they are, it just makes them better, right? Um, some people think it can be sweet. But there are some people that think, especially like with if you have it, cinnamon gum or cinnamon mints, that it's strong and hot. Um, so that can be kind of me. You know, depends on mm-hmm. what you're mixing me with, how I'm going to come up, 
come out. So, um, but like I said, the dishes that you normally would put cinnamon on, like apple pie or sweet potatoes, they're probably fine without the cinnamon. But boy, doesn't it taste better when you get it. <laughs> That's me. I love it. I love it. That's yes. I, like I love that. with how, how love secure you said that. Unapologetic. <laughs> love it. What do you think, Jessica? For me? No, what do you think um, about what she said? How, how it, has that shown up with your relationship? Oh, I, 100%. It's so funny because I think, well, I think it's kind of that blend of like, yes. she says cinnamon and yes. the way she describes cinnamon is the way that I think about like, Yes, actually, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, yeah. (laughs) And so it's, I I think she, she is, like, (laughs) it's funny, because when she was saying, I was like, yeah, see, a true Puerto Rican, like, she can be fighting and hot and spicy, you know? (laughs) Put me at home in my little Southern Alabama girl surroundings, I'm going to look sweet and bless your heart. Um, mm Uh-huh. And so, yeah, no, I 100% agree with it. I think that she described it to a T where she she does make everything better. Just having her in your life is That's better. That's great. So how about you say what your spice says, even though we said it here before, but I want her to comment on your choice. Mine I had picked was the, like, adobo seasoning because it's a mix of spices, the salt, the pepper, the paprika, um turmeric it's all combined and I feel like that's a lot of who I am where you're going to get there's so much variety to me and who I am and but it just makes everything taste so much better because it brings in you know it brings everything to life you know when you put adobo on your meat or on your food oh and and my response to that that is is first of all she had me loving adobo so it's because of her I even never bought it but yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine life without it. You know, <laughs> anytime I cook, I'm pulling it out, and it's kind of like how I feel about Jessica. I can't imagine life without her. And, but it is such a mix of, you know, I can put it on meats and it tastes great. But I can put it on vegetables. Well, not vegetables because I don't eat those. I'm not gonna lie in this podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say I've sprinkled it on toast. <laughs> I've sprinkled it on you know, so many things, and it always gives just the right flavor to whatever it is that is enhancing. So that would be Jessica. She brings just the right, right, right flavor to the to the pile. So love it. I love that. You know, it's really funny because uh, you know I'm Puerto Rican too, and um, I have a lot of non-Puerto Rican friends that love adobo. And um, when they tell me what they put adobo on, I'm over here like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican, and I don't do that. Oh, really? like, adobo, literally, for me, is only for me. Have I don't use that on anything else. Potatoes? And I hear people, oh, yeah. So no, good. But that's me, me, personally. Oh, it's so good. No, oh, honey, yeah. no. Yeah, I don't like good. the flavor. No, oh, no, no, so no, no, good. No. I'm a super taster, and so I smell and taste things, like, exaggeratedly. And so when I pe- hear people say they, friends have, oh, I put it on my eggs. I'm over here like, Bleh. because I associate that with meat and so yeah no and so to hear you know non-Puerto Ricans love it so much and then say that they put it on all these things I'm just like wow I think I need to give you my Puerto Rican card (laughs) hand it over (laughs) I told you she's you know adopted her into the family same thing with Sazon they're like oh I put Sazon Uh in this and I'm like no yeah she 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 did that as well (laughs) 
uh, or 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 when I'm making like sofrito, like something. Jessica, you know, tell her my favorite dish. Something like that, but oh my goodness, well, ladies. Oh, oh, <laughs> go ahead. Oh yeah, see, I told you this is why she's part of the Puerto Rican family. Like her that's what I asked Jessica uh, Lady anytime I'm around her. I'm like, please just like it, favorite. It, I, I don't, I'm sure her family's so sick of it, but I'm like, that's all I want. It's so good. Oh my goodness, I can never do it like she does. It's so good. Oh, I do. Yeah, <laughs> that and and she loves Avena. Oh, how do you make? It? So... Okay, so for for those non-Spanish speakers, she just said is white rice and um, and a. Chicken stew is basically, you know, but with our specific spices. Mm-hmm. And then avena is um, oatmeal. So oatmeal. What, how do you make your oatmeal? Um, I do two different ones. Um, but Cindy likes this, the, because I do the yeah, farina oh, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, the cream of wheat. The mm-hmm. oatmeal. Yeah, the cream of wheat one. Um, I love that one. Um, but Cindy likes the oatmeal and it's, I use Regular milk, coconut milk, a little bit of vanilla. And adobo, um, right? <laughs> brown sugar. No, 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 absolutely not on that one. But, yes, we do. but, but mm-hmm. it does have the cinnamon. We do add the cinnamon to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I like my oatmeal. We, my kids, whenever we talk about oatmeal, because we make baked oatmeal too, we'll be like, uh, do you want runny oatmeal? Because my oatmeal is not yeah. a clump. I use enough milk that it gets oh, really yeah. creamy, but it, it pours. But the other thing, I, I don't put coconut milk in my uh, oatmeal, but that sounds really good. Uh, but in general, um, I add a lot, a lot of butter. And if I really want to make it oh, with a twist, butter. I peel off a couple chunks of uh, lemon rind and I throw it in. And it gives it this mm. very tropically flavor. So that's one thing that I do. And with my farina, I, it's, it's a lot of mm-hmm. yeah, butter and nice and creamy. So, yeah, my, my secret thing there is, is the butter. Yeah. And I make it nice and, yeah. Mm. Well, and my, my yes. very creamy mm-hmm. is that like too. I don't, I don't like thick, like yeah, yeah. oatmeal. It has to be really nice and yes. creamy. Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah, yeah. it's kind of soupy. Like you pour yeah. it in, in a plate and it spreads. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Don't give me that pig slop. Uh uh. Nope. Oh my gosh, but yes. And then, of course, the cinnamon. And oh, it has to be expensive, good vanilla, too, for me. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be, yeah, yeah, and yeah the real vanilla. vanilla extract. It has to be the good stuff because that comes out. So mm, now I'm all like, oh, Farina or Avena. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Oh, well, thank you ladies so much for sharing your lives with us and your friendship. And I just, I really love the fact that with your age difference and the amount of respect that you showed each other and how you built that friendship from actually a working um, relationship. So um, thank you. She's definitely been a blessing in my life. God grants you many, many more years. I hope she continues to be. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. Yep, she will be. Hope, girl, you can't get rid of me. Like, you're stuck with me forever. I know. I tell my best friends, like, I don't do wifey divorces. No. I'm like, it's like we did our, our own yep. part. Like, didn't you know that? Thank yeah. you. Bye bye. All right.